Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Colt White. The biggest weekend in quarter horse racing is finally here. As you can tell by the title of this episode, it's an All-American Derby Day preview covering the Invitational, the Oaks, and the Derby. And then the next episode will be on the Futurity Day for the Juvenile, the Gold Cup, and of course, the $3 million All-American Futurity. Not going to waste too much time. going to get right into it right after this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Flare Strips. When it comes to fractions of a second, all decisions are critical to achieve the best performance. Think like NASCAR, where your incremental improvements are made to get every possible gain. For example, a horse's stride at a gallop, a horse's breathing and stride are linked together. For every breath a horse takes, it takes one stride. This means anything that impairs breathing impairs stride. Likewise, anything that shortens a horse's stride will impair its breathing. A tool for optimizing stride? Optimize the efficiency of breathing. Flare strips are clinically proven to make breathing easier because horses breathe easier. They can get most out of each stride. In addition, horses conserve energy, fatigue less, and bleed less. Flare strips are a tool to help horses be the best they can be. Visit flarestrips.com to learn more about the health and performance benefits of flare strips. Let's get started with the All-American Invitational, a $100,000 purse for three-year-olds going 440 yards, of course, field of 10, and a pair of also eligibles for this one. Look at the field. Number one is DeFores, owned by Zach Steinball and LC3 Cattle Company. Zach Steinball trains and Sergio Becerra Jr. will have the call. Number two is Just Good Wine. On my Guns Up Racing, Toby Keaton trains and Brian Candonosa will be up. Just Good Wine, a $35,000 purchase at the Heritage Fall Mix Sale in 2021. The three is Authenticate, owned by La Feliz Montana Ranch LLC, trained by Xavier Rodriguez, Louise Martinez. We'll have the call. This one, $117,000 yearling at Los Alamitos a couple of years ago. Number four is Out of the Way, owned by Leslie and Pierre Amistoy and Roger Beasley. Heath Taylor trains, jockey Rodrigo Vallejo. This one was a $102,000 yearling at the select sale two years ago. The five is KJ, leader of the pack, owned by John and Kathy Lee, along with Ruben Mares, West Giles Trains, and Adrian Ramos will have the ride. Six is worth the wait. Owned by JNSM Incorporated, trained by Fred Danley and the jockey Noah Garcia Jr., a $90,000 Riodosa yearling in 2021. Seven is Trepador, owned by S&J Well Service, trained by Ivan Carnero, and the jockey, Daniel Amea. This one was a $47,000 Heritage Winter Mix Sale purchase in 2023 this year. The eight is Moon in the Check, owned by Jose Valdez Partnership, trained by Eric Valenzuela. Escar Ramirez will have the ride, a $37,000 Riodosa yearling in 2021. Number nine, Aristides, on by Gene and Todd Bradley, Trey Wood Trains, and Oscar Andrade Jr. will have the call. This one, $123,000 Heritage yearling a couple of years ago. And number 10, Jessa Beast, on by Newman Cattle Company, another one for Trey Wood. Christian Ramos will have the call. This one was a $67,000 Heritage yearling a couple of years ago. The 11 is Rusted Good from the Steinball Barn, and the 12 is Otsboy from the Toby Keaton Barn, both at 20 to 1. So my top choice in the Invitational is going to be the two, Jess Good Wine at 9-2, to two, Gelded Son of Good Reason essay out of Mr. Perry's Wine by Mr. Jess Perry. Hasn't been worse than third in five tries this year. 
First time out was in the Sam Houston Derby trials, got the win there, then ran second in the grade three finals. Won the Rainbow Invitational in a dead heat there in July, and then was third in the Derby trials. Last time out in that race, had a great start, dueled with Sicario V and KJ Leader of the Pack, but was third, beaten three quarters of a length. As a two-year-old, this one did run second in the Sam Houston Juvenile Challenge and was a finalist in the Riodosa Juvenile Challenge. Has been first, second, or third. Eight of the ten tries, 116,000 earnings for Oklahoma bred Just Good Wine. For second, I'm going to go to the nine. That's Aristides at five to two. A gelding by Apolitical Jess at a first to celebrate by first down dash. It's had seven starts on the year. Ran third in the Remington Park Derby after winning his trial heat in April. Ran fifth in the Riodosa Derby, sixth in the Rainbow Derby, and won his trial for the All-American last time out. Broke well in that one, had a driving finish, and pulled clear by just over a length. Last year at two, was second in the Riodosa Juvenile, fifth in the Rainbow Juvenile as well. Has been first or second, 10 of 15 tries, 178,000 earnings for the consistent Aristides. He's definitely been one of the more consistent three-year-olds this year. Third, I'm going to take the one to fours at five to one, a gelding by He's Relentless out of Carter's Signature by Carter's Cartel. Has one win in six starts this year. That was in the trials last time out. Prior to that, though, did run second in the Remington Park Derby and the Jack Brooks Stakes at Remington Park. Disappointing eighth place finish in the Rainbow Derby trials. And as I mentioned, won his All-American trial after a decent start. Dueled throughout and held on by a neck. And that one, this is the third stakes appearance for DeFores and has been first or second in six out of the 12 starts of his 77,000 in earnings for the Oklahoma bread. And then for fourth, I'm going to go to the 10 Jessa beast at seven to two, a Colt by Mr. Jess Perry out of famous Corona lady by Corona cartel has had three starts this year. So fairly lightly raced ran seventh in the heritage place derby trials, then fifth in an allowance at Rio Doso in July. One is all American derby trial though, after breaking in front Drifted in just a little bit, but held on by a neck. As a two-year-old, did run second in the Oklahoma Futurity and the All-American Juvenile, and was also third in the Southwest Juvenile Championship, another grade two event at Zia Park. This one's had three wins, three seconds, and two-thirds from 10 starts, 143,000 in earnings for Jessa Beast, Louisiana bred. So I'm going to go to the two, Jess Good Wine on top, the nine, Aristides second, the one, DeFores third, and the 10, Jessa Beast in for fourth, two, nine, one, 10 in the Invitational. Well, let's start with one of your Oaks runners, the well-bred political royalty, of course, already grade one placed. What can you tell us about her? You know, I feel like she ran a super race out there last year in the fall in the Golden State Million. Um, she was right there with Cyber Attack and uh, uh, Party Politics, two millionaires, and, and run really free, about three-quarters of the side off of them. She's had a lot of tough luck. Um, she seems like she's really matured a lot this year uh, mentally and physically. Um, you know, we started her off this year. And she had had a little bit of minor cleanup surgery in her ankles and never could get a start in her. And uh, I thought she won a super race, actually, in the Rainbow Oaks, run third in the trials, I think, and uh, didn't get beat far, but just first out going 440 in, in six, probably six months. And definitely needed the race, but she's a good filly. I think she's on the improve. She's really healthy and sound. She looks great. School great in the gates. Uh, so obviously, it's a tough task, big race, a lot of talented fillies in there, but I think she's one that's on the improve. She ran really good in the trials and uh, was able to uh, 
improve off of her last race. So she's get fit, and uh, probably this next race should, should be as about as good as what she can run. So she's set up pretty good. One of those tough ones she'll have to run against is your cartel kisses. What did you think of her pretty impressive trial? I mean, to leave as slow as she did and still manage to win going away. run that hard um she's been a really consistent filly and, and for whatever reason um i don't know if she was moving or they were moving her but she just got away terrible and she's a gate great gate horse and a really intelligent horse and uh what impressed me is how far down the track they went before she went behind the horses and was able to accelerate and, and still win so uh, she's been a really good filly from the start of course you know won the loss out of oaks and she won the rainbow uh, invitational out here last year and, and beat some really good horses, beat Jericho and as well as uh, Critical Famous V. So she's a, she's a really nice filly. Um, she needs to stand up in there and get a really good start, and uh, she can make a really good account of herself. You got another consistent runner in the Derby with chasing AJ, who's coming off probably the fastest race he's ever ran in the trials. What do you think he needs to do to finally break through and get that first stakes win after being so close? You know, and it's, it's just funny when you say that. The horse seems like uh, he, he's always been quite the character. The horse has always had a lot of play to him, and, and that's cost him a few times. It seems like he's getting a lot more serious uh, mentally, and he's uh, been getting away good. Great horse is undefeated this year. Obviously, beat him in the trials. Um, you know, he's the kind of horse that uh, uh, he's qualified to everything, and, and he's ran really well in those finals, but, you know, really close. And uh, every time that he ran, uh, you know, I thought, well, this will be the time that he, he breaks through and wins one of them. And uh, he's just been right there. I think that if he can get a really good, clean start, he's a very healthy horse. He's really sound. Uh, the horse seems like he's getting more mature mentally as far as handling everything well. Doesn't get mad and upset like he did last year. Last year was a little bit temperamental. Um so, you know, I think he just needs to get a really, really good clean start. And uh, I think that, you know, he makes the good ones run every inch that they got. And they back up any, and he can improve just a little bit at all. Um, you know, it's a tough race, but he's certainly got the capabilities of being right there. And, and I'm hoping that this, is, that this would be a good one for him to break through if he can. Definitely, definitely. Now, moving on to the Futurity, you've got Devastating for one, still a maiden, of course. What's he been like to, to work with? Pretty cool story there with that one being one of his owner's first quarter horses and now with a shot at the big one. Yeah, you know, Terry's a great guy. Seems like he's a very lucky guy. And, 
he's asked me since sent him to me and um, try to take care of him. It's the first horse that bought and the first horse um, that he's running the trials and he's qualified one of the All-American. And, you know, it's kind of a funny story. This, he came to the All-American many, many years back and that was actually his goal was just to get one to run the trials and, and hopefully one day qualify. And uh, got very lucky because, as you well know, some people stay in at 30 years, run 10 a year, never qualified. So he's in the finals and uh, with his first horse that he bought, and he's also got a horse that's in the hopeful grade one at Saratoga, also the same day, so uh, or same weekend. So he's he's uh, been pretty blessed and uh, he's really really tickled, and he's going to come spend the weekend. So uh, I'm, I'm, I've never actually met him in person, so I'll, I'll be glad to meet him. He's going to come to the sale, so it's a good story. Then of course you got Corner Pocket One Two Three coming off a really good race and held on through the opening trial of the day all the way through. What were your thoughts on him and how he's been training? You know, I had really, really high hopes for that horse going into the trials. Of course, it was, uh, I was very much relieved because it was under, upon my recommendation for him to supplement the horse and pay the 50000 uh, Now, I'll be quite honest, you always hear all that trainer talk. I was sick after the trial, not uh, because that he won. Uh, he turned his head and uh, he got left about two lengths and uh, just – just disgusted and just, uh, you know, kind of almost didn't even want to watch the race. And, you know, he come in from behind horses and was able to win and, and ran super. Um, and they're obviously always happy to win a trial, but I didn't think when they put the time up, of course, it's the first time of the day and you never know what the wind was going to do that it would hold by any means. So, uh, you know, I was not very happy at all. Uh, just because of the error of the start, I thought that it cost the horse a lot, a lot, a lot of time. You know, I thought that the horse could have been uh, not with a blazing or an outstanding start. I thought that the horse could have been 30 to 35 hundredths of faster time if he had, if he had left the gate good. And, and, and had that been the case, uh, instead of in the 60s or 70s, if it had been down there in the 30s on that particular day, I would have sure made for 16 races a uh, less stress but you know he, he was able to hold on and very happy and blessed that he, he got in but at the time we ran i thought that you know i was happy with waiver in the race but i wasn't very happy at the time but you know he lost all the time by, by making an error i think that that horse is uh i think that horse is really capable of some of some big things he's a very big horse he's very well bred um he was a little behind in training um, obviously, Dark Enemy, it's been phenomenal, no question about it. She's the queen, she's the horse to beat, there's not anything running close to her, and uh, she deserves the marquee and, and, and all the billing that you can give one, and there's some others that are in there that are that are outstanding, and uh, they'll be hard to, to, to handle. I think that this horse, um, if he could get three clean jumps at the start um, and, and leave there just solid i think he can make a one hell of an account for himself on the other end like i said i think it would be uneducated or missed stick your foot in their mouth and say he's going to do this and this or that uh, i don't think that's really that professional but i think that if the, that horse i think he's capable of much greater things than he's done and if he would stand up there and really break fast i think that he like i said would make a super account of himself wherever the chips may fall Joining me now is a two-time All-American Futurity winning trainer. He will look to pick up his third on Monday with Corner Pocket 1-2-3 or devastating in the finals. Here's Heath Taylor. Next up, race number nine on Sunday's card, the Grade 1 All-American Oaks for the three-year-old Phillies going 440, purse of $715,000, full field of 10. 
to go. Number one is One Perfect Lady, owned by La Feliz Montana Ranch, LLC. Xavier Rodriguez trains Luis Martinez. We'll have a call. Number two is Streaks of Power, owned by Ken O'Brien, trained by Monty Rosa, and the jockey Armando Cervantes. Three is Curl's Joyful Wagon, owned by Martin Stacy, John Steinball trains, and the jockey Brian Candonosa. Four is Cartel Kisses, owned by Larry and Bobby Rice. Heath Taylor trains and Rodrigo Vallejo will ride this one a $50,000 heritage yearling two years ago. Five is Cool Ya Jets, owned by Pete Scarmardo, trained by John Steinball. Francisco Calderon will be up. Six is Jess and Angel, a $10,000 yearling two years ago at Heritage Place, owned by Brad Williams and Don Forbes, Mark Younger's trains, and the jockey Noah Garcia Jr. Seven is Political Royalty, owned by William Smith. Heath Taylor trains. Jose Nicasio will ride a $250,000 yearling in 2021. The eight is A Political Chick V, owned by Raymond Merle and Greg Cullum. Clint Crawford trains. Ricky Ramirez will be the rider. This one was a $100,000 yearling at Rio Doso two years ago. The nine is Fearless Moon, owned and bred by Gentry Farms, trained by John Steinball and the jockey Sergio Becerra Jr. And number 10, Easy Money. Owned by Isidoro Esparza. Jaime Alvarez Sr. is the trainer and Adrian Ramos, the rider. $40,000 yearling at Heritage Place two years ago in Easy Money. My top selection in the Oaks is going to be the four, Cartel Kisses at 8-1. to one. She's by Kiss My Hawks out of Midnight Cartel by Carter's Cartel. This one's had three wins and five starts this year, including winning the Grade 1 Los Alamitos Oaks in March. Ran fifth in the Rainbow Oaks after a third-place finish in the Trials. Add Rio Doso and won her trial very impressively in the All-American Oaks off. Very slow start. Found some running room and then won by a length. Their late, very impressive run for Cartel Kisses. As a two-year-old last year, was a finalist in the Remington Park Futurity, but won the Easy Jet Stakes and the Rainbow Juvenile and was also third in the Black Gold Phillies Futurity of Will Rogers. She's won 10 times now in her career from 15 starts and has 434000 in earnings in Cartel Kisses, the Oklahoma bred. For second, I'm going to go outside to the 10. Easy Money at 7-2. She's by One Fabulous Eagle out of Cartel Regards by Corona Cartel. She's had seven starts so far this year. First time out, first two times out actually, were allowance races at Sunland Park. Didn't fare too well in those, but came around at Rio Doso, winning a trial for the Rio Doso Derby and running fourth in the Grade 1 Finals. And, of course, she won the Grade 1 Rainbow Oaks in July and was second in the trials here for the All-American. Had a decent break in the trial. Dueled throughout, though, was a game second by a neck behind Coolia Jets. Easy money. Five-time winner in 12 starts. 297000 in earnings. Third, I'm going to go to the six, Jess and Angel, at 9-2. to two. She's by Jess Zuman out of Miss Kate's Angel by first down dash. Three wins in five starts this year. Won an allowance at Rio Doso, second start of the year. Also won a trial for the Rainbow Oaks and ran fourth in the Grade 1 Finals and had a, another impressive trial for the All-American Oaks. Broke in front in that one and managed to pull clear in the end by a length and a half. Pretty much cruised all the way home. Last year, too, won the Old South Futurity and also the Black Gold Phillies Futurity and was a finalist in the Louisiana Downs Futurity and Sam Houston Juvenile Challenge. She's another 10-time winner from 16 starts. And one second, she's got 393,000 in earnings in Texas bred Jess and Angel. 
She's definitely looking for redemption after the All-American last year. And then for fourth, I'm going to go to the fastest qualifier, number two, Streaks of Power. A bit surprised at 10 to 1 of the morning line for this filly by Power Jam out of Streaks of Ivory by Ivory James. Has had two wins and three starts this year. Won a trial for the Los Al Oaks in early March. Qualified to the grade one finals and ran fifth and had all that time off leading up to the All-American Oaks trials. Had a very nice start in that one. Opened up early and just cruised home by two lengths of impressive effort for Streaks of Power. Earner of 38000 coming into the Oaks. So on top, I'm going to go to the four Cartel Kisses, and then the 10 Easy Money, the six Jess and Angel third, and the two Streaks of Power for fourth. Four ten six two in the Oaks. Next up, the big one on Sunday, the $1.2 million All-American Derby, grade one, 440 yards of distance, another field of 10. Look at the field. Number one is Shakers No Secret, a $14,000 yearling two years ago, owned by Abel Lopez, Ethan Lopez, and Manny Dutchover. Mark Younger's trains. Christian Ramos will have the call. Number two is the champion Cyber Attack, owned by Rosenthal Ranch, LLC. Chris O'Dell, the trainer at Water Nicasio, the rider, a $400,000 yearling at Riodoso two years ago. His rider, Nicasio, won the All-American Derby in 2015 to board a political blood. Number three, Whiskey Creek, owned by Wooten Racing and Roger Beasley. Toby Keaton trains Ramon Sanchez, the rider. This one was a $300,000 yearling two years ago at Riodoso. The owners at Wooten Racing also won the All-American Derby in 2011 with Lano Teller. And the jockey, Ramon Sanchez, also won it in 2011 with Lano Teller and also in 2008 with Nakoni. Number four is Chasing AJ. Owned by Steve Holt, Charles Cox, Jack Powers, and Roger Moore. Heath Taylor trains. Rodrigo Vallejo rides. This one was a $95,000 yearling at Riodoso a couple of years ago. And rider Rodrigo Vallejo won the Derby in 2017 aboard Holdair Hostage. Number five is Get There Fast. Owned by Simmons Racing, Toby Keaton trains. Brian Candonosa, the rider. Number six, Hooked and Gone. Owned by Regina Lehman. Eddie Willis, the trainer. Justine Kleber, the rider. Eddie Willis won the All-American Derby in 2013 with Feature Hero. Number seven is He's a Jet One. Owned by Pete Scarmardo, John Steinball trained. Sergio Becerra Jr., the rider. Steinball won the Derby twice. The first time in 1998 with the Casanova and then most recently in 2010 with Double Down Special. Number eight, Magnanimous V. Owned by Valriano Racing Stables, LLC. Santos Carrizales Jr. trains. Everardo Rodriguez will have the call. Trainer Carrizales has won the Derby the last two years with a political candy V last year and instigator the year before. Number nine is Delight Interest. Owned by Triple Five, Toby Keaton trains. Juan Polito, the rider. Polito also won the Derby two years in a row with the same horses. And then the 10 is Sicario V. Owned by Valeriano Racing Stable, Santos Carrizales Jr. Trains, Francisco Calderon, the rider. Of course, the owners, Valeriano Racing, won the Derby last year, too, with a political candy V. So, my top choice in the Derby is going to be the 9. Delight Interest on top at 7-2, to the fastest qualifier, a gelded son of separate interest out of Volcom's Delight by Volcom. Undefeated 5-for-5 five five this year, $30,000 yearling last year. Won the West Texas Derby early in the year in February. Also won the Sam Houston Derby in May. 
took a little time off before the trials of the All-American. Of course, set the fastest time. Had a decent start in that one. Dueled and was just up by a half a length. Was Delight Interest, a seven-time winner overall. Only other two stakes appearances as a two-year-old. Sixth place finish in the Oklahoma Juvenile. And was runner-up in the Evangeline Futurity at the end of last year. 245000 in earnings for Delight Interest, my top choice. Second, I'm going to go to the four. Chasing AJ at 8-1, to one, a gelding by Apolitical Jess, out of Eye on This Candy by Mr. Eye Opener. He's had five starts this year. Only one win, and that came in the Riodosa Derby Trials. Ran second in the Invitational, third in the Rainbow Derby, and second in the Trials here for the All-American last time out. Broke well in that one, had a really strong finish, though, and a game second by a half a length. And chasing AJ, of course, was very consistent at two as well. Ran fifth in the Riodosa Futurity, eighth in the Rainbow, and third in the All-American last year. He's a four-time winner with two seconds and three-thirds from 12 starts. 472000 in earnings for Chasing AJ. Third, I'm going to go to the 10, Sicario V at 5-2. A gelding by favorite cartel out of Nymph by Foose. Another one that is 5-5 five for five this year. And didn't even break his maiden until the Riodosa Derby Trials. Won the Riodosa Invitational, also the Rainbow Derby. And, of course, his trial for the All-American last time out. Had a great break in that one. Dueled throughout and was just up by a neck. Was Sicario V, of course, runner-up in last year's All-American Futurity. So he'll look to get a bit of redemption there. And I think he might be the newest millionaire if he even runs second in the Derby. I could be wrong on that. I don't know the exact payouts on it. But he's really close. 862000 for California bred Sicario V, a $240,000 yearling two years ago. And then for fourth, I'll take the two Cyber Attack, the champion at nine to two. Colt by favorite cartel to Remembering Rose by Corona Cartel. Three wins and five starts this year. Of course, he won the Riodosa Derby in June, ran second to Sicario V in the Rainbow Derby. Looked a little tired in his All American Derby trial, ran fourth. Maybe they could have been just saving him, but was fourth in that fastest trial of the day that helped him get in. Broke well in that one, was in contention early, and then seemed to fade late. It's Cyber Attack has been first or second 10 of the 12 tries and is an earner of near $1.7 million in California bred Cyber Attack. So in the All-American Derby, my top choice is the 9 Delight Interest, the 4 Chasing AJ for second, the 10 Sicario V for third, and the 2 Cyber Attack in for fourth. 9-4, 10-2 in the Derby. And that will about wrap up this episode of the podcast make sure you go check out the next one on the futurity day preview of course had to buy the three million dollar all-american futurity thanks for listening and i'll talk to you all next time